Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast, the podcast for you leaders with big ambitions to help you reach more in an easier way. So if you have the feeling that the sweat you put in and the results you get out are not in line, then it's probably a good idea to listen and learn. The host of the show is Dennis Fredericks. And we're ready to go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for a new episode of the Ambitious Leader Podcast. Last week, I already introduced something new. I introduced the Ambitious Leader Chat. Well, I've got good news for you. We are upgrading this podcast, and in the coming weeks, you will receive even more new things. Well, new, we will keep more or less the structure the in depth episodes, the Ambitious Leader Chat, which is new, of course. And then we will add still something extra, which at this moment is still a surprise for you, but it can be whatever that it will be. Perhaps a Q&A on a certain topic, on general questions that we get regarding something, perhaps an interview with someone. We will see what comes up, or at least you will hear what comes up. And another big change is that we are upgrading the podcast in the sense that probably you can expect every week a new episode. And for today, we are going to start with another in-depth episode. And today we're going to talk about the thin line between being ambitious and holding yourself back. It's a very nice topic to talk about because it's based on the research that I've done a few years ago and everything that I will share here with you tonight is based on that research. So it is, um, I would say it's not, well, if you go into into academic uh, literature, uh, then probably you will also find some other topics. Uh, but these are, in my eyes, the most important ones because all the things that we will be talking about are things that came out of random conversations with random people and these things came up. So if they came up as the first, then probably it are also the most important ones. Now let's dive in. Who are we? We know all you, or well, many of you. (laughs) Perhaps some of you know us too, but let's be clear about things. So Caroline, who are you? Oh, well, uh, I'm Carolyn. Um, I'm a coach for ambitious leaders. And um, because of my uh, background, uh, my previous job where I did research on negotiation and conflict management, uh, and also because I have a, a, a license in mediation, those are my specific topics that I focus on, uh, next to, of, of course, leadership uh, in general. Um, yeah. Yes, indeed. And I'm Dennis, Dennis Fredericks. I'm the founder of The Happiness Factory. I'm currently also the CEO of The Happiness Factory. And my expertise lays in deep coaching, process modeling and purpose finding. We will come back to that, what that means. Okay, now you know who we are. Uh, I also mentioned it that we are part of The Happiness Factory. Now, what is The Happiness Factory? It needs a bit of an explanation because we, with the Happiness Factory, we have a very big mission. And our mission is to build a better world. That's a big thing. And how are we going to do that? 
Well, by focusing on the individual. We truly believe in the power of one. One person can change the world and we are going to support every individual who wants to change the world. And there's a logic behind it because each individual has an influence on other parts of the world. Most of the time an individual works in a company and most of the time an individual is part of a society. Well, if we support that uh, individual, then he can have an influence on that company and on that society and companies and societies, well, they change the world. So that's how we think, that's how we work. And if I speak about we, then, well, it's us that you see mm -hmm. right now, but there are two more other Happiness Factory team members who are not on camera right now. So in total, we are a factory with four people. Indeed. <laughs> and to summarize all that, we have a quote and we say, we work with ambitious leaders who want to reach more in an easier way. So why are you here? Probably you recognize yourself in the main subject because otherwise you wouldn't subscribe. And that means that or you feel very ambitious but you don't really make lots of progress in the realization of your ambition or you feel stuck knowing that you could do so much more. If you're part of the first two categories, so if you feel ambitious but you don't really make progress or you feel stuck and you know you can do so much more, well, then you are an ambitious leader and then you are in very good company because that are the people we love to work with. Okay, so the starting point of this presentation, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, I did a bit of a research a few years back uh, around the idea that if you, for yourself, you are in a good state, so as well mentally as physically, um, you, you feel yourself good, uh, you, you know that you're capable of doing a lot of things and you know exactly what it is that you want to strive for so that you have a very clear image on your ambition uh, or your dream or your goal and you also know which path you have to take to get from A to B so from where you are to where you want to be uh, well then if all those three elements are present then there's nothing that could stop you that was a bit of my starting point. But at the same time, I saw so many of my clients struggle with this pretty easy equation. They were not successful. They were not getting to their ambitions. They were thinking a lot, but not making progress. And probably it will be more or less the same with you because most answers that we got to the, the previous question was indeed that uh, both of the, the possible answers why you are here are very important to, to most people of you. So what is it exactly in this pretty simple equation that makes it hard to progress from where you are to where you want to be? And as mentioned, it's actually a pretty easy equation. It's only three elements. So it needs to be something in one of those three elements. And that's what I started questioning in, in many conversations with many at random chosen people. Uh, well, not fully at random chosen because they all recognize themselves 
in the fact that they had some trouble but couldn't really define which trouble but had some trouble in progressing from A to B. Uh, and now we are going to zoom in on each of those three elements. So first we're going to begin with the ambition, then I'm going to zoom in on the path you have to travel and we will end with you as a person, what can you do for yourself to progress in a better way or in an easier way to, towards your ambition. So let's start with your ambition. If we zoom in on your ambition, then we make two more assumptions, just to make it more comprehensive, because otherwise everything is happening at the same time. So to make it more comprehensive, we say, uh, we are going to focus on your ambition and we assume that you as a person are in a good mental and physical health, that you are mm. capable of traveling the path towards your ambition and that that path that you need to take is also very clear for you which way you have to go. In that case, with those assumptions, then what could be wrong with your ambition that makes that you don't get to your ambition. And there are three elements that I discovered in all the research that I've done and in all the communication that I've, all the conversations that I've done around it. The first one is that I discovered that there's actually, you are actually working on an ambition, but then there seems to be an even bigger ambition hidden behind the ambition you're working on. Uh, to give an example of it, um, you want to be an entrepreneur. You've always dreamed of being an entrepreneur. Um, but you are the first entrepreneur in your family. The, all the other people in your family, uh, they are just employees. So it's a bit scary for you and it's a bit a big, big jump for you. Uh, you don't know how, exactly how to approach it. You don't have any mentors in your family to, yeah to get some inspiration or some ideas and you make your ambition a bit smaller. So you say, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm dreaming of um, building a, a mega factory in something uh, like, for example, Elon Musk with his uh, Teslas that is building gigafactories and mega factories. Uh, but because it's all new for you, you just say, well, I will start with a flower shop. That's also a form of entrepreneurship. So you make your ambition smaller and you see it as the first step into growing into it. But then it could happen that you slowly forget about that big ambition that is behind it and you are stuck in your flower shop and after a while you lose your motivation for it because in the end it's only a very small part of the big ambition that you have. So you are working on your entrepreneurship and still you lose your motivation and your drive. Well then perhaps it could be that you are forgetting the big ambition or the bigger picture that is behind what you are doing. Now, if you recognize something like that for yourself, then of course you want to have a solution. Well, we already have someone who commented that that's uh, their case. <laughs> all right. Okay. Very good. Very good. Then pay attention to this one. 
What is your first step towards a solution? Well, the easy answer is don't play small. Go for the full ambition. And the answers that I give or the, the solutions that I propose on all the things that I, that I will talk about and I will mention, um, actually it are all very easy solutions because those things that we're talking about here, it's not rocket science. It's pretty easy to make that choice for yourself. Well, why am I not working on my big ambition? Why am I only working on a smaller part of it? And making that decision is pretty easy. Then living up to your decision, then it becomes more difficult, of course, because then you have to do it each day of the week. Then you have to do it day after day after day. And then it really becomes difficult. But that first step, making that decision and taking action on that, that's actually the easy step you can take. So don't play small, play full out and put your ideas on paper. Because otherwise, and that's also the reason why I, I've drawn the, the ambition as a, as a bit of a cloud, then, then it becomes a bit of a fuzzy flying thing. But if you put it on paper, then it becomes very tangible. And if you start to share your idea, if you start to talk about your idea, your big ambition, your big dream, then it becomes so tangible for you that actually you don't have any excuse left anymore to only work on the small part of it. So this is the first point that could be wrong, quoted, with your ambition, why you are losing the interest of your ambition, why you're not progressing towards your ambition. Now, a second thing, and perhaps there are also people who recognize it, um, perhaps it might be that you are working on your ambition, but in 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 real life, or, or, or well, that there's something else actually, that there's a bigger, an even bigger ambition in a, in another direction. So you're you're looking at one side, you're going for the for the one thing, but there's something else which is much bigger, which is much much more the thing that you want to go for but you haven't discovered it yet because it's somewhere else than in the path that you are looking at. Um, a very nice example of that one is Michelangelo. And we all know that Michelangelo painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel in Rome. But did you know that actually in the beginning, when the Pope asked him to do so, that he refused the offer to paint the ceiling because he saw himself much more as a sculptor than as a painter. So he had something like, well, I don't want to do it. That's not my thing. So he was actually looking in the wrong direction. He was looking at the sculptures. And of course, we know he also created very beautiful sculptures. But at the same time, there are many people who now know Michelangelo only because of the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. So there was something much bigger, but he didn't look at it. And it took him two years to realize that actually he had to take the offer and start painting the ceiling. Perhaps you recognize something of that within yourself. And if you do, then we also have a first step towards a solution there. 
And the easy answer is start exploring. Do something. <laughs> it doesn't matter exactly what you are doing or which direction you are, you are taking or traveling. Uh, because if you start exploring, then you will very quickly learn if there are other things that are more important to you or more fun to you or more enjoyable to you. And that's the thing that I say, find your purpose. And I think that's, that's really important to find that purpose because if you found your purpose, then you are so driven and so motivated that nothing can stop you. And if you are only working on that small ambition or on that small dream, yeah, then at some point, perhaps you're losing your interest. Okay, so this was the second thing that could be wrong with your ambition. Wrong. Now, quote unquote. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> now, let's go for the third one. What else could be wrong with your ambition? Well, it's perhaps a cultural thing that you are not allowed to dream big. And we've seen it in the first question on Voxvote. Where are you joining us from? Uh, there were many people from Belgium that are joining us. Well, this research mainly has taken place in Flanders. And I know that it's a bit of a cultural thing in Flanders to not dream big. And just to say, well, stay normal. Just do your thing. Don't be too ambitious. That's probably the reason why we moved to London. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we can change the world. <laughs> Remember at the first slide, what's the mission of the, the happiness factory? Well, if you say things like that in Flanders, then there are many people who say, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's very good. And uh, can we go back to work now? So that's a bit of a cultural thing that you are not allowed to dream big. And then you are sitting there with your big ambitions and dreaming big and all the things you want to realize. And then just the culture is dropped on you and you forget about your big dreams. And it's not only in Flanders the case, there, you also have a very nice example of India. Well, yes, indeed. And of course, there are many examples all over the world. But if you look at uh, Martha Nussbaum and um, Amartya Sen's uh, research on capabilities, for example, on feeling whether you are allowed to do something, yes or no, uh, feel empowered to do something, and then you can see, for example, in certain, uh, certain castes um, in India that uh, girls don't allow themselves to believe that they can go to school or that they can well, are allowed to drink milk because the milk is only for the boys. Those kind of things, allowing yourself to think in a certain way can really have an impact on your ambition as well. Exactly. And if you are confronted with something like that, then even for things like that, there is a solution. So the first step towards a solution on this is be an enlightened, selfish bastard. <laughs> now, that might sound pretty harsh, but the word enlightened is a very important word in this sentence. If you are only a selfish bastard, then you don't care about the community, you don't care about society, you only think about yourself. That's not what we are trying to say. The community is important, the society is important, taking care of each other is important, but don't let anybody take your dream away. And that's where the word enlightened comes in, that you know what you're worth, that you know where you want to go to, and that you don't make anybody intervene with those thoughts. Okay, 
So we have come to the, the three points of what could be wrong with your ambition, why you don't get there. We shift to the next topic or the next part, and that is the path to travel. Now, if you want to look at the path to travel, then we are going to make two new assumptions. The first one is you as a person, you are still in a good mental and physical health. And the other assumption, your ambition, well, you know exactly what it is, you know exactly how it looks, and you know exactly where you want to go to. Then what could be wrong with the path to travel that makes that there is no connection between where you are right now and where you want to go to? Let's zoom in. Well, the first thing that might happen is that you actually, you have no idea how to get there. You are where you are right now, you know exactly where you want to be, but there's no connection. Or at least the connection is missing in your head. You only see lots of question marks. You only see yeah, a lot of fog in between you and your ambition. You don't know where to begin. You know, don't know where to progress. You don't know where the next step will be. Um, if you recognize yourself in that, then we also have a very good uh, solution for that. So what could be the first step towards a solution here? Well, again, actually a pretty easy thing as a first step. Do something. <laughs> Start small. Actually, it doesn't matter what you do first. At least do something. The longer you wait before you come to action, the bigger the problem will become. So. If you don't know what your next step will be, then you can wait and you can ponder upon it and you can postpone it for several weeks. Or you can say, well, I don't know, so I'm just going to start. I'm going to start somewhere, I start here. And then you will pretty fast discover whether it was a good step or a bad step. And if it's a bad step, then you take a next step in the good direction. And if it's a good step, then you keep stepping into that direction. Sounds pretty easy, I know, and I also know that actually doing it is again the hard thing. But still, making that very con conscious choice of yourself to really step into that direction, well, that is not that hard. And there's a very nice thing about this one. In many cases, realizing your ambition is a long-term thinking process. For example, 25 years. Imagine where you could be in 25 years. That's, that's a hard exercise because you're not sure where to go to, uh, how to approach it. So then a lot of those question marks come up. And building a path for the full 25 years is a very hard thing to do. But you can make it smaller. And you can divide that 25 years back to your first year. And that first year, you can bring it back to your first 90 days. And your first 90 days, you can bring it back to your first week. And if you bring it back to your first 90 days, well, that's exactly where you need to be. Because 90 days are exactly 1% of the full part of 25 years. So if you try to think over a period of 90 days, then you know that each time 
when you had 90 days, you are actually progressing 1% of your long-term trajectory. And then, of course, if you know what to do on 90 days, then you can make it even smaller and you can divide it into weeks and then you know exactly what to do for the upcoming week. And to link it to that ultimate purpose or that ultimate ambition. Exactly. Yeah. And if you make it that small, then you can question, well, will this make the big difference? Well, yes and no. No, it will not bring you in one week from where you are now to your big ambition. But yes, it will make a big of difference because if you don't start with that first week, you will never get to that 25 years. So you have to start somewhere. And there's also that quote uh, where you can question yourself, how do I eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a time. It's not harder than that. Okay, enough question marks. Let's go on for the next one. Another thing that could be wrong with your path to travel is that your ambition is so big that it actually scares you. And there's a, a good example of that. Uh, many people think that, if we go back to entrepreneurship, uh, many people think that the big entrepreneurs the Elon Musks, the, the Steve Jobs, the Bill Gates, uh, that they are completely not afraid of dreaming big and that they go all the way and that they deal with risks in a different way. Well, it's actually the opposite way. Uh, a research has shown us that, and it's a research of uh, Adam Grant, uh, has shown us that those big entrepreneurs with really big ambitions and with really big dreams, that they are actually more risk avoiding than the average person in a society. And that's pre that sounds pretty weird because they are doing extremely big things, they are taking really big risks, and still they are more risk avoiding than the normal society. Well, the thing that is behind that is that for them it's not a big risk. They are building that 25-year plan and they are dividing it in very, very small steps. So each step that they take is a step that is very well thought over. And they don't see any risk in that next step. Perhaps they do see a lot of risks in the entire 25 years or in the entire creation of that ambition. But just in that next step, they figured it all out. So if you are confronted with an ambition that is so big that it really scares you, well, again, the same thing. Divide it into very small pieces, in such pieces that you can be very sure about what to do next. Now, um, so what is another step towards a solution here? Well, first of all, be mindful you know that your fear is there, you know that you are scared about that ambition, but at the same time you also know you want to go into that direction. You also know that you want it very badly. So be mindful with it and don't let that fear influence you. Just know, okay, it's there. Thank you very much, fear, for protecting me, because fear is actually a very good thing. It is protecting you. Uh, so be thankful for that fear, 
be mindful and set it aside and continue working. And that's also what is called fear setting. And in fear setting, you're actually going to, to ask yourself a few questions. And one of the biggest questions in fear setting is, uh, what is, what is the cost of not taking the action? And then not only financial cost, but really the cost of, yeah, just staying at the place where you are and not striving for your big ambition. And if you know or if you feel that the cost of not taking action is much bigger than facing the fear, well, then you know your answer. Be mindful and take that next step. And take that next step in such a way that you are sure that the next step doesn't have any risk for you. Okay, there's still a third thing that could be wrong with your path to travel. And that is that there are people blocking your way. So there are people standing in front of you and are actually blocking you from going where you are now to going to your ambition. Um, you could see it, for example, as a starting entrepreneur um, where he had to quit his day job and then suddenly mom comes up again and she's... Uh, She's very, very concerned about her boy. And she says, oh, are you sure you're willing to do this? Ah, oh, you've got such a good job. And now you're taking all those risks and you're going into that uncertain direction. Ooh, are you sure you want to do it like that? That's a very good example of people blocking your way. And it's not only moms who are concerned about you. It can also be other people. It can also be people... Uh, that are thinking more about themselves than they think about your, about your ambition or about you. People who think it's much more, uh, yeah, that there's much more to gain by blocking you than by let, letting you go. Uh, it can be in a, in, a, in a professional context, for example, that there's some jealousy or, uh, yeah, that, that, that people don't trust you enough in the things that you are doing. Uh, and if they, they, they really enjoy it and they really love it to keep yourself small. A very good example of that is Martin Luther King. We all know him as the one who gave the, the brilliant closing speech at the March on Washington. Uh, the big I have a dream speech. So people think that he was going for it completely. Well, actually, the opposite is true again. Just before, he was making an agreement with his wife that he was not going to take up a major or a heavy community responsibility. Because he had just finished, finished his thesis and now, finally, he wanted to spend some time with his family and with his wife. So his wife was blocking him from taking up that heavy responsibility for the closing speech on the, mar uh, the march on Washington. That's an example of how one person or multiple persons can block you in really striving for that big ambition. But as we all know, Martin Luther King still did the, his speech and it was off because other people supported him. It were his friends that actually pushed him and pushed him harder than his wife could resist. <laughs> so eventually he took the speech. Uh, and that's 
a nice example of the blocking points, but that's also a nice example of your first step towards a solution if you recognize this for yourself. Again, be mindful with it. You recognize it, you know that there are people in your way, you know that there are people who are blocking you, and it can be out of two things. It can be out of a negative side or idea, that they are jealous, that they don't trust you, that they enjoy it to keep you small. But it can also be out of something very positive, like I, the example I gave with the mom. She's very concerned about you. Well, whatever it is, be mindful with it. You know that it's there. And next step, be unfuckwittable. Just stay and stick with your big idea. Stay and stick with your ambition. And whatever the other people are saying, however they want to block you, just know for yourself, well, this is my thing. This is my true note. I want to get it. Which, of course, is also a lot easier when you really make it very concrete and you really know what it is exactly that you want to do. And that it's also linked to yeah, something that really is your true purpose. If it's your real ambition and not that hidden ambition, for example, mm -hmm. then you can really stand your ground a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. And then as a, a third point in a solution, uh, in like expressing the example of Martin Luther King, well, find allies, find people, find good friends who really support you. And with that good support, that support network around you, then it's not people who are blocking you in that way. No, then it's the opposite way. Then it, there are people who are actually pushing you into that way. And that's even stronger. Absolutely. So that again are three points that <laughs> could be wrong with your uh, path to travel. Indeed. So now we talked about your path to travel where uh, we uh, said in the beginning, so we're assuming that you're in good mental and physical health and that you also really know what your ambition looks like. So what then um, are those different uh, things that can still hinder you? I didn't interrupt you earlier, um, but we had uh, someone saying that nothing can stop them on their path. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, then there was also uh, a comment uh, from Niklas um, on the on the first uh, part um, that we talked about on the ambition that they, they also have, let me first refresh here, that they also have uh, something called I hope I, I say it correctly, the Yante law. Uh, I think that is also about holding yourself back mm -hmm. and, and thinking that you can't uh, achieve mm -hmm. high things. All okay, right. let's go for the next one. The last one of the three elements. It's all about you. Now, again, there are two assumptions. If we are talking about you, then we make the assumption that the path you need to travel is perfectly clear. You know exactly what you need to do, which steps you need to take to get to your ambition. And second assumption, you also know that that assumption is completely clear. You know exactly how it looks. You know exactly what you want. In that case, then what could be wrong with you? And now wrong is really the wrong word uh, because there's never something wrong with you. But to stay in line with all the previous slides. So what could be at play with you, with your mind, with your mentality, with your attitude that is blocking you from traveling through the path towards your ambition? Let's dive in. Well, the first thing is very obvious. 
you are blocking yourself. And that's a very common problem. And it's a very common problem that I see with lots of ambitious leaders. They know they are, they are capable of doing so. They know that they want to, to get where they want to get. But at the same time, they play small with themselves. And then there are things that come up like uh, that they say, oh, well, I'm not worth it. I'm not good enough. Uh, perhaps I can't do it. Uh, I first have to get a real education or uh, perhaps uh, uh, I'm not ready for this. Uh, I have to take care of the kids first. All kind of excuses that you can come up with for yourself to be in your own way, to block yourself. And um, a good example of that is Paul Potts. Uh, perhaps you know him, and if not, then you have to search on, uh, on YouTube for him. Uh, but Paul Potts was an, an opera singer. Well, he wasn't an opera singer. Uh, he was just a, a salesman selling, uh, what was it, in, uh, car, car phones or mobile phones or something uh, in a shop. And he had a very good voice. And Paul Potts won, I think, the first edition of Britain's Got Talent. He just won it. And afterwards, he started a career in opera singing with multiple CDs coming out on his name and so on and so on. Uh, but... His friends had to subscribe him to Britain's Got Talent because he thought for himself that he was not capable of doing so. He was not uh, a good singer in his eyes. But in the end, he won Britain's Got Talent. So that's a very nice example of how you can block yourself. You are capable of so much, but at that moment you just forget about it and you say, well, now I don't do it. If you recognize yourself in that, then there's also a first step towards a solution for that. And that is to be your own best friend. The way to your ambition is a very hard way. You have to go through many obstacles. Um, you have to travel a lot. You have to do a lot on that road towards your path from A to B. As I said, going to your ambition the big ambition is most of the time something that goes over multiple years, over 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, perhaps even 25 years, like we described. And during that entire path, you have to be your own best friend. Because if you are not supporting yourself, then who will? And that's perhaps the second solution. If you can't be your own best friend, well, then try to find an even better friend. Try to find someone who is really supporting you. Okay, the next one. You know where you want to go. The path is clear. You are just standing there. And if you look around, then you know that actually you are trapped. You are caged. You are locked up in a golden cage. The environment is just too good for you to start moving. Think about uh, you're an employee and you have a very high wage. 
or you have a very nice company car or the life insurance that is given by your company is from a very high standard a very good life insurance you've got all those benefits so why would you move why would you why would you even get out of that cage and and step into the unknown and go into the direction of yeah well perhaps something better but perhaps not you you don't know it you're uncertain well if you recognize yourself in that then there's a quite easy solution for it either break free get out of that cage step into the unknown step into the real world or settle settle yourself within your cage and then don't complain about it because if you are settling yourself in your cage and still at the same time you keep complaining about your big ambition and that you can't reach it and that you don't have time or don't want to get out of your cage and that you're trapped etc etc well that's not helping anybody and that's especially not helping to build a better world because either break free or settle and let go of that ambition and both are equally good no matter what you choose if you break free you're free to go you are free to travel your path you are free to go into your direction the, the real thing that you want to achieve in life but if you settle for it well it's fine too because it's a golden cage you are very good where you are but then don't complain because in that way, of course, you won't be happy. Exactly. And you have to just let go. Exactly. Okay, the next one. You know your ambition. You know the path to travel. You know where you are now. And if you look deeply inside yourself, then you also know that your basic needs are not covered. You are just not ready to go into the path towards your big ambition you are only a shadow of who you could be and that can have multiple reasons um, some of the reasons might be because of external reasons for example you just started a family you've got lots of small children running around um, and they are really sucking out all the energy you've got well then you're not in the best position to start a very big journey towards your big ambition or it can be that for some reason you feel depressed something happened and you are not mentally healthy at that moment or you're not physically healthy you know you are exhausted you are very tired uh, well then you are not ready to really travel that path uh, it can also have to do with your relationship for example if you don't have a supporting relationship if you don't uh, if you have to fight every night yeah well then you are not in the right position to really go or strive for that ambition uh, because then there are so many other things that are actually taking away your energy energy that otherwise you should be using for traveling the path and going to your real ambition if you recognize yourself in this one then we also have a first step towards a solution and it's pretty easy as always in all those solutions take care of yourself first 
That's also the reason why if you're sitting in an airplane and they are uh, explaining the, the, the safety rules, that they say, well, if a mask of oxygen drops, put it on your mouth and nose first before you help the passenger seated next to you. Take care of yourself first. If you are mentally well, if you are in a healthy position, then you are able to take up all the rest. If you are not in that position, yeah, then you're not able, you don't have, you just don't have the energy. You're not capable to, to take up those big things. So in those cases, well, take care of yourself first. Start with good sleeping, um, good exercise, go out for a run, go out for, um, for a walk, uh, start, start doing sports, uh, eat healthy, um, make sure you, you read enough, for example, to also work on your mental health, uh, that you inspire yourself, watch our webinars, uh, <laughs> all things to take care of yourself on all the different energy levels. And if you do, do those things, then you will start to feel better and better and better. And then at a certain point, you know you are ready to travel the path. And that's it. That are three more things that could be wrong, quote, quote, with you. Why you don't take those steps that are needed. Okay, well, let's go on. Um, as mentioned in the beginning, there are three elements, the ambition, the path to travel and yourself. It's a very easy uh, equation. And if those three elements are good, uh, they are well established, then there's nothing that could hold you back to go from where you are to where you want to be. And then we, of course, we zoomed in on each of those three elements. What could happen there? What could be at play there uh, that is blocking you, that is hindering you? Uh, but always with an assumption of the two other ones. Now, in real life, it can get messy. And we know that. That's reality. So, in reality, it's never about that one element while the other ones are completely clear or completely at order. In real life, all those things happen at the same time. So it could happen, like in this example, that you're not allowed to dream big, that you have absolutely no clue of an idea how to escape that cultural pressure and that you are not in the right position, that your basic needs are not met to be able to step out of it. Well, that's the reality where everything is happening at the same time. And then, of course, it becomes much harder to get over it because uh, on the pre in the previous slides, I always mentioned a solution and I've repeated it multiple times that that first step is actually a very easy step to take, but that the real implementation of it is the hard thing. Well, that's what we are talking about right now, that there are so many things happening at the same moment that you that it's very hard actually to, to divide those different elements. And if you take one step in one element, then perhaps immediately another element pops up or another blocking point pops up. That's reality, that's how it goes. And there's another danger, and it's a danger that uh, is applicable on all the things that we have discussed. If you don't take action with it, if you do nothing with it, then over time, the blocking point will grow. 
That's also something that came very clearly out of the different conversations I had with the many people I interviewed around this topic, that especially with the, the elder people, uh, let's say the ones who are 60 plus, um, that in some way they, they lost their ambition and that they were telling much more stories like, well, yes, if I would have been younger at this moment, then I would take it up or then I would do this step or then I would still be fighting for it. But now, yeah, and they are settled for it. So that's also a very important thing to, to know that if you want to do something with it, well, then you have to take action because the longer you wait, the bigger the problem becomes. For example, that social pressure, if you know that some people are blocking you to get to your ambition, well, the longer you let those people block you, the bigger the problem becomes and the more difficult it will be for yourself to work around it. And it actually is applicable to all the elements that we've mentioned. And that's the reason why if you are confronted with that, um, well, that you that you need some extra clarity, actually. And that's the thing that we, we offer. Because with us, you can book a clarity session. And a clarity session is something that can help you after you have taken the first step. So a clarity session is something that we uh, offer you, that we can help you with after you've taken that first step. Because those first steps that we mentioned before, that are easy things to do. But then, really living by it, and then, getting involved in that messy reality where all the things are happening at the same time, then it becomes difficult. Because, as always, the devil is in the detail. And you have to get over that detail. A clarity session is something that we offer, not for free, but it will cost you no money. And the reason why we say it like that is because we ask for your time and we ask for your full dedication and your full attention and as we all know, time is money. And if you have a clarity session with us, then we work on three levels. And in those three levels, we end the session with, on the first levels, uh, a summary of actions you can take for yourself to immediately clarify things and things you can immediately implement after the clarity session. The second level is the actions you can take on your own after the clarity session but that still requires some deeper thinking and some reflection from your side. And the last level is actions on which it would be good for you to get some help to implement them. And that might be help from others as well. Indeed. Now, those clarity sessions, you can always ask us for some of them. Uh, just go to the website. So just to keep in the back of your mind, if you are stepping into uh, the, the messy reality. And if you are willing to take the first steps, the things that we've said during the presentation, and then you realize, well, okay, now it really becomes difficult. Well, then just reach out to us and we offer that 90 minutes, not free, but no money clarity session. Okay, that was it for the in-depth episode and it is all based on a presentation that we give on a regular basis regarding this subject of the thin line between being ambitious and holding yourself back. 
And because it is a presentation that we give on a regular basis, we also know what are the key points that people are struggling with once they start implementing it or once they hear that this story. And that's the reason why the next episode you will get from us is a Q&A session. A Q&A with regular questions we get regarding this subject. And we will provide an answer on all those questions. So if you're interested in the practical implementation of it, then certainly listen to the upcoming episode because then you can learn what people experience or what people question once they get started with this. And as I mentioned in the beginning, the next episode will already be here next week. So stay tuned. I'm already looking forward to seeing you or hearing you again next week. Bye. This podcast is made with royalty-free music of bensound.com.